You are about to embark on a show about four people who find themselves thrust into the backstories of pop culture history. Join Christopher DeVos, J.L. Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre as they poorly impersonate celebrities, drink a lot of beer, and answer very hard trivia questions. You are now listening to Podcast 42. Chris, are you just going to sit there all day and watch the Scooby-Doo Marathon? I want to go shopping and get some things for my cruise. Laura, you know we have a show coming up on Scooby-Doo, and I need to do research for the script. I mean, these scripts just don't write themselves, and there's a lot of work involved in making our shows funny and informative. Also, JL's taking the lead on this one, so I have to insert all the commas. Oh, I know. The scripts are tough to write. Especially when JL says he's going to help and all he does is drink beer and say one-liners in an attempt to help. And I don't know why he ha- why he hates commas. Whoa, hold on there, Laura. I don't hate commas. My computer's cheap, but it didn't come with a comma key or a percentage key or a donkey. Get it? Get it? <laughs> Besides, I do more than spit out one-liners and drink beer when I help write a script. I also look busy. I learned that from a book I read on how to be a government employee. At least I'm here. Where's Sabrina? Isn't she supposed to be here helping too? Yeah, she is. I wish she would get here soon so I can start packing for my cruise. Didn't you just get back from your last cruise yesterday? Uh-huh. But I got a really great deal on another one that leaves tomorrow. Coronavirus specials are going on right now. They are practically paying me to go on this one. It's why you've all received a uh, surgical mask before we started this writing session. Oh, I was wondering. It's a five-day Western Caribbean mystery cruise. What's a mystery cruise? It's a mystery she ever gets off the ship. Oh, by the way, I got you this change of address form. Uh, I think for country, you can just put the Atlantic. Ha ha. I won't get off the ship next time if you keep it up, Chris. Besides, I already filled one out. What? Oh, look who finally decided to join us. It's about time you got here, Sabrina. I've been trying to figure out what inappropriate jokes I can make about Scooby-Dumb, but they all keep coming out crappy like Scrappy. I'm crappy like Scrappy. I took a dope dog and made it sappy and not in a good way. It's like my pappy and I'm not happy. I'm snappy. Peace. Sabrina, what the hell are you doing? (sighs) Enhancing Jail's joke, but never mind that. You guys, oh, you won't believe what held me up from getting here on time. Well, judging by the way you're rapping and breathing, I'm going to guess that you ran here from your house. I did run here, and it wasn't fun, and I know fun. Wait a minute. You don't run, Sabrina. Why would you run here? Well, duh. Obviously, something was chasing her, like a luggage attendant who didn't get a tip. Whew. Yeah. Whew. It was bad. I look like an injured penguin waddling up a road. Picture that. Huh. Oh, it's kind of cute in a weird National Geographic way. You know, it it really shouldn't be, but it kind of is. You wouldn't believe what was chasing me. Was it an alligator? Oh, no. Uh, That would have 
made sense since we live in Florida and I could have just like serpentined. I know what it was. It was a horde of Podcast 42 fans. No. I didn't have two people chasing me. Uh, more than two people listen to the show. Yeah, like three people. Not me, mind you. Besides, there's only one logical answer to what was chasing Sabrina. And what's that, Laura? Witches. Again, with the witches? No, it wasn't witches. It's never witches. It's always witches. Not this time. It was a monster. Did you say monster? Yeah, monster. A big Sasquatch Yeti-looking Bigfoot-type monster came after me as I was leaving my house to come over here. I I don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but... In Florida, I believe they're called skunk apes. But that's besides the point. Um, there's Sabrina, there's no such thing as monsters. Except for witches. Witches are real. Witches aren't monsters. No, but they can conjure them up. Oh, that's really true. Listen, I'm super thirsty after running two miles over here. Do you have anything to drink? Really? 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 Uh-huh. Do you have any other questions that I can't answer sarcastically? Let's get the beer cooler. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you drink. It's cooler than you drink. Yeah. All right, what is this thing? Oh, it's, it's from Persimmon Hollow out of Deland, Florida. It's their Beach Hippie IPA. Oh, Laura's favorite. Laura's favorite. Yay, and IPA again. Well, yep. Always going to bring those for you. I think that's all they make anymore is IPAs, to be honest. Like the IPA hit, and then like every beer company has to make like six or seven IPAs. But the label's pretty cool. I like it. The colors are great. It's got a nice VW bus from the 70s. That's really cool. I I wanted one of those when I used to watch Eight is Enough. I still want one. I want one so bad. I want a hippie van, not an IPA. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got confused. Yeah, I, that's I brought right. one. You brought a hippie van? No, I brought you an IPA. Oh, um, with a hippie van on it. Yeah. Not as cool. Thanks, guys. So stay tuned to the end of the show where we rate the beer. We rate it one through six based on a six pack. This makes sense to everyone in the world except for one lone Canadian in Kissimmee. Whew. That's almost as good as the leftover Bud Light Seltzer. No, the leftover Bud Light Seltzer would have been better. Well, I know what I'm bringing next week. An IPA in a body bag? Body bag? Yeah, for you, if you bring an IPA. A body bag is too big to carry a six-pack of IPA in, silly. Guys, focus. It's like we're trying to do sound check. Mic check pink. Before you, before you sound check, <laughs> let me put on these cool sunglasses. <laughs> Sabrina. The Bigfoot or Skunk Ape do anything suspicious that you might have noticed before or during it attacking you? And don't say, not Yeti. Okay, someone cue the Hue music. Who can that be knocking at the door? Go away. Don't come around here no more. (laughs) I see what you did there. Thank you. I don't know who it could be. All the important people and Sabrina are here already. Ha <laughs> ha, real funny jackass. At least you didn't get chased by Harry and the Henderson's clone for two miles. Well, since no one else is going to open the door, I guess I will. No, Laura! It's going to be the monster! It followed me here! 
That's doubtful, Sabrina. I can't picture a monster being this patient while we discuss over who's going to open the door. You have got to be kidding me. Hi, we are Mystery Incorporated, and we heard someone was running like a penguin and chased by a monster. Sabrina, it's for you. It's the Scooby Gang. What? Buffy's here? No, Scooby-Doo and the rest of the gang are here to help solve Sabrina's skunk ape mystery. Sir, we are professional mystery solvers and are here to offer you assistance at this time. First, we are here to help with your wardrobe choices, because it's a mystery why you would think that socks and Deadpool bunny slippers are a good idea. I only wear them on podcast nights. I keep telling them they are strange. I got your back, girl. Now, can we get started on your mystery? The real mystery is how you guys make any money, let alone afford gas for the van. Don't be snarky. But she made fun of my foot attire. These are super comfy. Like, guys, Scoob and I are, like, super hungry. We haven't eaten in, like, an hour, and all that was a five-buck box from Taco Bell. Do you have anything to eat around here? Ready, Scooby Snacks? Let's see what I have in my purse. Hmm, I've got some gummy bears. Chips and salsa, frozen rats. These are for the pet snakes, not me in case you were wondering. And buried at the bottom. Well, look at that. It's a box of Scooby snacks that expired four years ago. (laughs) Well, take it all, man. Even the rats. They're like meat popsicles. Just add mustard. Ew, chumsicles. (laughs) Delicious. So, in our experience, monsters aren't real. But are people in costumes trying to steal something from whoever it is they are trying to scare? I mean, that makes sense. We are a semi-popular podcast with fans around the world and enemies all across Florida. How does one get enemies recording a podcast? Pretty easy, actually. I mean, (laughs) all you have to do is start a show with different personalities and watch them go at it. Oh, I've had to play Peacemaker more times than I wanted to. But that's show business. Some people have come and gone, but... I would never say we have done our best to patch things up with those who have left. See, when our show was created back in 1969 for Hanna-Barbera by writers Joe Ruby, Ken Spears, and the character designer Awa Takamoto, we faced shady businessmen, devious relatives, and greedy professors. Like, man, our original series ran for three seasons and 41 episodes under the title Scooby-Doo. Where are you? It had us getting chased by a bunch of different characters, eating quadruple decker sandwiches, and a talking dog with a speech impediment man. We made lots of enemies, too. I speak fine. You have reach impediments, Shaggy. We were originally on CBS until our contract ran out in 1976. During that time, the new Scooby movies ran for two seasons from 1972 to 1973 for 24 episodes on ABC. I remember. You had some great team-ups. Like Three Stooges and Don Knotts. I remember he only had one bullet. Wrong show. They faced the Joker and the Penguin with the help of Batman and Robin. The Harlem Globetrotters were in a few episodes as well. So is the Adams Family. But my favorite team up was the one with Mama Cass and the ghost trying to take over the candy factory with a ham sandwich. Wait a minute. Are you, you saying they took over the factory using a ham sandwich? Or they had a ham sandwich when they took over the factory. 
They never tried to take it over with a ham sandwich. See, what had happened was the game took shelter from a storm in a candy factory, but it turns out to be abandoned, except for the owner, foreman, and some gooey green monsters sabotaging the place. The owner turns out to be Cass Elliot, who explains the monsters won't leave and that they have scared all her staff away. The gang tries to find a way to get rid of them, but the monsters will do anything to keep from being driven out before they finish their master plan. Which was... To export gold, which was ground up in the candy bars. Yes! Those are the best candy bars! Super crunchy and gritty. Like my personality. And I don't think they're real. Like Gail's personality. (sighs) Half real. (laughs) I could, like, literally die for a ham sandwich right now. Give a sandwich. That's great, Noel. I love the show, but how does that help me with my monster problem? Jinkies! Velma said jinkies. She must have found a clue. No, sorry. Had a little too. I was just trying to cover it up. Wait a minute. Look over here. I think the monster must have dropped this when they were chasing Sabrina. What is it? It looks like a napkin with some gravy on it. Like, did someone say gravy? I love gravy. Like, I could totally go for some french fries and gravy right now, man. Rah, 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 rah. French fries and gravy. You mean poutine? Uh, what's routine? Uh, I like french fries and gravy, man. Weren't you listening? Oh, I don't read it. Why would a monster be eating poutine? Wouldn't it just get all over its hair? Uh, yeah, that's why it was using the napkin. I mean, come on. Who wants to spill food on themselves and not clean it up? Jinkies! Another clue? No, sorry. This Taco Bell's not agreeing with me. So, who would get poutine that would want to scare Sabrina off the show? Uh, I don't know if he eats it, but I know he can make it. Who? Kyle. Yeah, let's go visit Kyle. He still owes me beer money. Yeah, good luck with that. All right, I'll drive. I'm Laura. I drive the Mr. Machine. You can ride shotgun. Um, I don't ride shotgun. I drive. Unless you want to clean up the mess after I get car sick. No, I always drive the Mr. Machine. I have now, on and off again for about 50 years. Well, I get car sick and have continuously all my life. Tell you what, why don't you just ride with your head out the window? It's so rad. I do it all the time. Try sticking your rung out when you do it. Um, that's not happening. Guys, I can't believe we just got to ride in the mystery machine. I know. It was awesome. Well, it sure beats running. Oh, well, speak for yourself. I still got sick, and I think I ate 16 bugs accidentally. All right, gang. Now that we're here, let's split up and search for clues. I'll go with Daphne around the back. JL and Velma can check out the parking lot. Chris and Laura can take the front, which leaves Sabrina, Shaggy, and Scoob to check out the abandoned food truck over there. I hope it has gluten-free options, because I'm hangry. Like, Scooby and I are always hungry. It's kind of a running gag throughout every Scooby-Doo series or movie ever made. Well, before we split up and montage, I'm just going to knock on this door and see if he's home. That just makes it too easy. I thought we were here to talk to Kyle. We are, but splitting up is kind of my jam. It's kind of our jam, too, hence why we're here now, talking to Kyle. What up? Why, Why are you here? I know you've been watching my new YouTube channel on cooking, and, uh, yeah, you want in. No dice, man. I'm a solo performer now. Did you say cooking? Like, I'll take some tacos, man. Rah, 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 rah. Rockos. 
Spicy. I got you, dog. See what I did there? Because, uh, yeah, he's a dog. I'm a comedian. You guys remember that, right? Oh, yeah, we remember. I'll take some beer money from the Tabuo from, uh, oh, that's right, 2017. Oh, yeah. Um... I'll get you next week. So we think that someone who used to be on Podcast 42 is dressing up like a Sasquatch to scare people off the show. Skunk ape. In Florida, it's a skunk ape. Chris, let it go. I can't, Laura. You know how I like to be factually accurate. Since when? Since page two of the script. Whoa. I see not much has changed on the squirreling aspect of the show. Yeah. Dressing up as Bigfoot is just way too intense and um, not something black people would do. Oh, he's right. That's a white person's gig. What? I'm just way too busy being a YouTube chef to even consider going back to being on your show or even trying to ruin it. Likely story. And who else would try to end the show? I don't know. But you got the wrong dude. Jinkies! Hey, lady. Did you just fight on my doorstep? Well, this seems like a dead end. Let's go back to the podcast room and figure it out some more. Good luck. Hope you find the Sasquatch you're looking for. Skunk ape. Wish you'd find the beer money I've been waiting for. Well, that was pointless. I could have finished packing for the cruise by now. But instead, you have me on some wild goose chase for a fake Yeti. Fake skunk ape. (laughs) Must end podcast 42. Jinkies, did anyone else hear that? Well, I think it's time to do something Sabrina doesn't like. What's that, man? Eat gluten and also run! (laughs) I think we lost it. I hope so, because I'm getting tired of running. You... Like, get used to it after a while. If you run like me, arms out and hunched over, you get tired less. <laughs> you also look really. <laughs> I mean, Scooby should be used to it since he ran in every episode and even competed in the Laugh Olympics. What's the Laugh Olympics? It was kind of like uh, Battle of the Network Stars, but with Hanna-Barbera characters. It was cool. It was done on ABC, and it came after the Scooby-Doo Dynamut Hour stopped airing. It was one of those uh, changes that ABC liked to do with Scooby-Doo after acquiring him from CBS. And just FYI, the Laugh Olympic Funkos are super hard to find. Great. Uh, what's Battle of the Network stars? I also had a Ramley show sometimes. My cousin Scooby Dumb showed up during our 41st episode run, and that rhyme also. Jinkies! Thelma! You need to take a Beano or something. No, no, it's not that. It looks like Bigfoot dropped something chasing us. Skunk ape. Chris, give it a rest already. Fine. Did the skunk ape drop a coin, coin, coin? (laughs) Yes, but it's not just any coin, coin, coin. It's a loony. I know a Canadian loony enough to mess with our show. It's got to be Faraz back again to do another Zelda episode. Yeah, basically just a walkthrough. No. Oh, walking sounds nice. What's a Faraz? Is that some new type of monster? It's not a what. It's a who. And he can be sometimes. Okay, let's hop back in the mystery machine and have a talk with this Faraz. Great. That means more hanging my head out the window. Laura, your hair 
Don't say it. Remember, I've had to hang my head out the window twice now. I was just going to say it's looking good for 80s. 1980. Let me uh, ring the doorbell here before Fred splits us up again. Why don't you just let Fred split us up? I mean, what's the harm? Yeah, Chris, it's how we solve mysteries. So let me get this straight. Fred will split us up into groups while we're standing in front of Faraz's door. Yes. And then we ring the doorbell, but everyone's standing in their own group. Well, that sounds fun. Uh, Don't be a fuddy-duddy. Just let Fred do his thing. They're trying to help. Fine. How are we standing in front of this door? Hey, what are you guys doing here? Hold on a second, Faraz. We're getting split up into groups. I don't understand what that means. Just hold a second. But you're on my doorstep. This will only take a second. Hey, is that Scooby? Do? Faraz, please. You're being very rude. I'll go with Daphne as usual. JL, you stand next to Velma. Chris and Laura can stand next to those bushes over there. And then Sabrina, Shaggy, and Scoob, you guys hide under the doormat. What about Faraz? Um, Faraz is who we're here to see. He doesn't get into to a group. Aww. Oh, right. Gotcha. Jail! Grillo, pretend you're Joe Friday again. Right. Faraz, can you explain the six-pack greeting system? Fine. It makes no sense. But... It is how many beers in a six-pack you can drink in one sitting from said pack. Six would be the highest, with one being the lowest. It's not as accurate as a five-point scale, but it makes sense to everyone except me. How about a better question? Why are you trying to end Podcast 42? I am not trying to end Podcast 42. Two, I am working on some fan fiction about Revan and Batman. I don't know who will win the battle, but I'm winning just thinking about it. Hey, when you finish it, can we read it on the fan fiction theater episode? Yes, that would be great. It'll be the most accurate, immense fan fiction with the hardest words you have ever read. It'll have the most amazing details in the story i have completed 300 pages and that's just introducing the characters so you're suicide squatting it of course you've done 300 pages and that's only the introduction yes i figure with edits mind you the chapter one should be about uh, 500 pages long oh i'll wait for the audiobook version uh, I know a great voice actress, which also happens to be me. Well, we should probably let you get back to that. We should continue our search for Yeti Foot. Don't you mean Skunk Ape? It sounds like you are working on a Chewbacca fan fiction. That makes me want to write it for you. With lots of dates and last names to say throughout the whole episode. No, no, no last names. Right. And no dates. That's a Chris thing. I don't know. Finding out Chewbacca's last name could be fun. And then setting him up on a date? (laughs) I'm sure there's a hairy female out there somewhere for him. Oh, uh, maybe the bearded lady from The Greatest Showman, huh? Have you guys seen the new 
Batmobile. It looks sweet. Let's get back to the mystery machine and continue our search. Hey, hey, where are you going? Let's talk some more Batman. My name not Yeti Foot. I and Snarky Podcast 42. Great. Time to run again. Man, I'm getting better at this running thing. I'm even using my legs this time. What? I know. This is already more training than I've ever put into doing a marathon. Speaking of marathons, did you know that you could probably do a marathon of all the different Scooby-Doo series that are out there? The next series they made of us was Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. It was made in the late 70s and later turned into Scooby and Scrappy shorts featuring only Shaggy. Fred, Daphne, and myself were written out of the show. Later on, Daphne would be brought back with Fred and I doing guest appearances throughout the series. They kind of threw us a bone. <laughs> I saw what you did there. When I came back in, the show became known as the new Scooby and Scrappy Doo Show. Jinkies. You gotta get that under control. No, like, Velma found a real clue, man. Oh, looks like a pen and notepad. It just says homework on it. Nicole! The homework segment was her favorite, and she was upset when we stopped doing it. Yeah, she was. She liked to sing the homework song to the mystery machine. That's my line. <laughs> Chris is reeling the show. Uh, yes. Uh, how can I help you? Um, do I talk here? Yeah, okay. We would like to speak with Nicole. Are you guys uh, guests at this hotel? No, we're just visiting a friend. Uh, sorry, guests only. Great. How are we going to get in now? Like, this is how you do it. Uh, yes. Uh, how can I help you? Like, yeah, we're here for the mystery convention. Speaker or guest? Like, speaker man. Please proceed. How did you know there was a convention here? Like, Laura told his man. Why didn't you tell me? You never asked. Let's find Nicole and get out of here. Look, there she is. She's working two stores at once. <laughs> at least some of those 50 jobs are still paying off. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Really good. How are you? Good. Tired. Always working. I can't talk much. I'm super busy running these two booths, and I have four more on the second floor. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, just one quick question, and we'll be out of your hair. Why are you trying to end Podcast 42? What? What are you talking about? I don't have time for that. After I'm done here, I have to clock in for my third job here. Third job? Yeah, I buff the floor while I bake cookies and manage the restaurant up there. You seem busy. I am. Pretty much live in the hotel. I haven't been home in a year. What's the world like now? Is the sky still blue? Are those little tiny oranges still popular? Do you have a woman president yet? Yes, yes, and no. By the way, Yeti Foot is after us and trying to end the show. Sabrina is taking up running. We have changed formats again, and all service dogs can talk now. I'm no reverse dog. Oh my, a talking dog. I've missed so much since I've started running this hotel by myself. 
I miss you all, and I wish I wasn't so busy and that I could still do the show. Uh, no, it's okay. Keep working. We have this covered. No, stop working. Come back. They miss you. You can take over from me. You are all still so sweet. I hope you catch Yeti Foot. Thanks, Nicole. And hi, Nicole's mom. Well, this is getting us nowhere. Oh, no. All the lights went out in the hotel. Don't worry. I'm on it. I'm also the handyman here and the janitor. It's so dark. I can't even see my hands in front of my face. It's not really that dark. And you need to at least hold your hands up near your face before you can say that. Yes, Sabrina. You just left them at your sides. Oh. Now that saying makes sense your way. Speaking of dark, it reminds me of the early 80s when Scooby-Doo took a more supernatural turn. He, along with Shaggy, Daphne, Scrappy, and the newest addition, Flim Flam, went to catch the 13 ghosts that Scooby released from a chest. I remember that. A Vincent Price knockoff named Vincent Van Gogh had contained the 13 most evil ghosts in the world, and since Scooby released them, he had to be the one to catch them. Yes. The series ran for 13 episodes and had a very open ending. Why, yes. I remember voicing Vincent Van Gogh. I love voicing him because he reminded me of myself. Um, he was you. I know. That's why I did the show. Because it's all about me. I'd prefer a pup named Scooby-Doo. It featured some great gags and monsters for us to unmask. My only regret is that we never were able to stop my arch nemesis, Red Herring. Hey, maybe Red Herring is trying to destroy your show. Why would Red Herring want to end their show, Fred? I don't know, but it's got to be him. Well, it's not me. I don't even know who Podcast 42 is. That's a great impression of me. (laughs) Chris doing me. (laughs) Well, Red Herring talks like this. Then maybe I should only play Red Herring. Here it is. Well, it's not me. I don't even know who Podcast 42 is. You mean what Podcast 42 is? Quiet! You're almost as bad as Freddy. What a weenie. Like, listen, man. We ended up doing movies after the series ended. They usually starred Scooby, Scrappy, and myself. We met the Boo Brothers. We went to the ghoul school to teach. I even became a werewolf. Reluctantly, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooby, you are getting redundant. No, 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 Laura. Reluctant. I got the lights back on. Hey, where did Vincent Price and Red Herring go? Maybe they only appear when the lights are off. Well, that's super creepy. I guess there's only one other person left who it could be. Yeah, so I guess we better lawyer up and go talk to him. Time to confront Fancy James. Do we have to? Don't worry, it'll be quick. It wasn't me, and I have nothing to say to you, and I expect to be paid for my time here. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, I didn't even get to devise a dividing up plan. Well, if it's none of them, who could it be? Fred, you got any thoughts? 
This reminds me of when we were finally brought back together as a team in Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island sometime in 1998. It went so well that we did movies together on a witch's ghost, fought against alien invaders. Enough with the witches, Laura. <laughs> and even went on a cyber chase. Um, how does that help us? Our popularity was at a high that, I, that it hadn't been in years. It was so high that they made a live-action movie about us. The movie was met with favorable reviews and spawned a sequel that was just okay. Great, but what about the problem at hand? The WB decided that the time was right for a new animated series and created What's New, Scooby-Doo? The show was on for four years and is mainly remembered for Canadian pop-punk band Simple Plan doing the theme song. I see. So should we go talk to Simple Plan? The next series they tried was Shaggy and Scooby Get a Clue. It was a different take on the series with Scoob and I taking on villains with inventions as they tried to steal the money I inherited from my uncle. So maybe your uncle can help. It ran for two reasons on the CW. The old WB with a new renter arrangement. I'm not sure you people are really listening to me. Personally, I like Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. It aired on Cartoon Network in 2010. I thought it had a good take on the series with addressing certain issues people had with the previous series. Too, Laura. Really? Well, I guess if you can't beat them, join them. So, Mystery Incorporated had a more serious tone, but had some good, subtle nods to the prior series. The jokes were good as well. I particularly liked when Fred moved out of his house and was living out of the mystery machine. Daphne pointed out how he was living in a van down by the river. What are you doing, JL? We need to find this skunk ape yeti foot thing. <laughs> Classic Farley. Yeah, funny joke from a funny guy. Be cool, Scooby-Doo. Debuted in 2014 on the Cartoon Network as well. It was a lighter take on the characters, which contrasted what Mystery Incorporated did prior. The newest Scooby cartoon is Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? <laughs> Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? Who? The name of the show is Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? Oh, I like that band. I bet they were great co-stars. She's as bad as the dog sometimes. Like, we even did movies where we teamed up with people. We have gone to WrestleMania and faced a racing demon with the WWE. We teamed up with Kiss to help them save an amusement park. There have been, like, so many movies, it's tough to remember when them all, man. Uh, this has been sort of helpful if we were playing Scooby-Doo trivia, but not helpful in finding our monster. Yeah, I agree with JL. Hey, look at Scooby's bowl. It's got little pieces of paper in it. How did those get there? Scooby, when we're learning about something or someone, extra facts come in a fishbowl. Fishbowl facts. Or in this case, a dog bowl for us to read. Here, you read the first one. Fishbowl fact number one. Ruby was going to be a sheepdog. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number two. In the original series, Fred and Shaggy are 17, Daphne is 16, Velma is 15, and Scooby is 7, or 49 in dog years. Fishbowl fact number three. Scooby's cousins are Dixie-Doo, Doobie-Doo, Scooby-Dee, Scooby-Dum, and Whoopsie-Doo. <laughs> his, his uncle is Horton-Doo, and his great ancestor is Yankee-Doodle-Doo. My new expression is going to be Whoopsie-Doo. <laughs> Whoopsie-Doo. Fishbowl fact number four. Fred's original development name was Jeff, then Ronnie. Daphne was Kelly, Velma was Linda, and Shaggy was WW. 
Fishbowl fact number five. Don Messick performed the voice of and developed the characteristics of Scooby-Doo from episode one until his retirement in 1996. Fishbowl fact number six. I just picked the perfect fishbowl fact for me. Shaggy's full name is... There's a last <laughs> name on here. <laughs> I know. Norval Shaggy Roberts. Are you sure? Yes. I read it. That's probably been the easiest name you've ever had. I thought it was Rogers. <laughs> She's still messing up. Roberts. Okay. That's what the internet said. That is what is on my paper. Okay. We have Roberts. a dispute. If it's Rogers, blame the fishbowl fact. I am. <laughs> fishbowl fact number seven. Scooby-Doo and company were going to be a rock band that solved mysteries, but that was scrapped due to being too similar to the Archie show. So Josie and the Pussycats came along instead. Fishbowl fact number eight. Scooby-Doo is a triplet. His brothers are Skippy-Doo and Yabadoo. Then his other siblings are Rowdy-Doo, Howdy-Doo, and Rudy-Doo. Ruby-Doo. But I like his cousin, Whoopsie-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie-Doo. Fishbowl fact number nine. All right, I'm going to audition for Shaggy. Titles for the original show included Mystery 5, and we're scared, man. <laughs> Why are you a British woman? <laughs> I thought it was spot on. Like, you would have thought the real Shaggy was here with that. I, I, it wasn't I, me. I thought, it, I thought he was here. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number 10. All right, did you know Scooby played the bongos? Fishbowl fact number 11. Scooby had characteristics different than his real-life dog breed. Scooby had a humped back, spots on his back, curvy legs, and a double chin. Whoopsie-doo. <laughs> like, man, those were, were fun to read. I never realized how long we've been doing this. I did not write the fishbowl <laughs> facts, JL. You guys have been solving mysteries for a long time, but it's time to finish solving ours so I can go on my cruise and not worry about a sea yeti trying to get me. Sea skunk. Yeti foot wouldn't go out to sea. He would stay on land in his own territory. You should worry about ghost pirates and floating cavemen in ice instead. Jinkies. A clue. No. Gas. Jinkies. A clue. Close. I know how to catch Yeti foot. How do you plan on doing that? First, I need Podcast 42 to do that pop quiz thing you guys do. No problem. I'm like Keanu Reeves. Yes. And I need a net, some beer, rope, and a pulley. I'm also going to need to use Scooby, Shaggy, and Sabrina as bait. Great. More running. Like, why do we always have to be the bait? Yeah, why do we always have to be so ready? Come on, why don't you do it for some Scooby snacks? Okay. All right, man, but this is the last time, okay? That doesn't help me. Oh, Sabrina, would you do it for some gluten and dairy-free Scooby snacks? Why didn't you offer that earlier? I just found them at Whole Foods. What? When did you have time to go to Whole Foods? Oh, I didn't. Whole Foods came to me with their handy new app. Just select what you want, check out, and... Don't forget to enter the offer code PODCAST42 at checkout to receive a free kumquat. All right, focus gang. Let's catch us a monster. Do the pop quiz while we set up the trap. All right, Fred, I will. All right. Get out your pens and your papers, your scented markers, your unscented erasers. Because this pop quiz is called Scooby-Doo is a Procrastinator. I never heard him say... Scooby Scooby done! No. Scooby Dooby done! Scooby Dooby done! Or, 
What kind of car you just does... be done with that joke? <laughs> <laughs> if you say it over and over again, people will laugh. Or what kind of car does Scooby Dooby Scooby Dooby Doo drive? A Scoobarero. Insert crickets. Five general knowledge facts on Scooby Doo in order of the easiest to the hardest to test your knowledge. And all winners, van. folks. Hippie van. <laughs> Score one point for each correct answer. Question number one What was the name of the first Scooby Doo cartoon? Hint it's the very first one. And it's a cartoon. Scooby Doo be done! Still crickets. Question number two. What was Velma's last name? Laura, you're plain Velma. You should know this. Yeah, Laura. You're great with last names. <laughs> <laughs> if you're embodying a character, you should know everything about that mine backstory. And... Mine is. <laughs> Question number three. Who owns the Mystery Machine Van? Hint. It's not who you think it is. I'll go as far as give this hint. It's not Fred. I was like, what if I don't think it's Fred? Is it still not who I think it is? That's why I said it. (laughs) Question number four. What was Scooby's name in the original pitch? We learned that Shaggy was WW and Fred was Ronnie. Crap, I should have listened. It wasn't in there. It wasn't in there. Oh. Why would it be in there and then on the pop quiz is question I number four? I don't know. Trick us. You've done it sometimes. You have. That's question number one. Mm. Hint. It's half of the name of a band I really like. It's more than half of a name of a band I really like. It's two-thirds of the name of a band I really like. <laughs> All right. Question number five. From the 80s. That doesn't narrow it down. Question number five. Shaggy took part in what sport at his high school? Hint, it was not weed smoking. Was it competitive eating? <laughs> it was not competitive eating. He did not soak hot dog buns in water to get him down quick. That sounds gross. All right, pencils down. Pull over your car if you're listening. Uh, Question number one. What was the name of the first Scooby cartoon? Sabrina. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? <laughs> See, you did it too. JL. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, where are you? Laura. I also wrote Scooby-Doo, where are you? Very good. The easiest question. You guys got it all. Except for Sabrina. She wrote Doobie. Doobie-Dooby-Doo. I just like to say Doobie. Question number two. What was Velma's last name? Laura, since you're playing Velma, what was her last name? Kelly. <laughs> Velma Kelly? Yes, Velma Kelly. Sabrina? She's from Chicago. <laughs> I put Kelly's <laughs> She killed her husband. Velma Kelly. <laughs> her sister. Jail. Number 17. <laughs> Dinkley? Dinkley is correct. It is Velma Dinkley Kelly. No Kelly. No Kelly. There's no Kelly. Velma Dinkley. Question number three. Who owns the Mystery Machine van? Laura. Shaggy. Sabrina. Daphne. JL. Shaggy. The answer is Daphne's father. Ah. Question number four. This should be easy. (laughs) Because everyone should know some of my favorite bands from the 1980s. And early 90s, I think. It might be late 80s, early 90s. I'm not sure. You know, I should put Skid Row as an answer. (laughs) (laughs) What was Scooby's name in the original pitch? Laura. He might be Scroobert. <laughs> it was not They Might Be Giants. No, Sabrina. <laughs> I just put Ki, short for Kiss. <laughs> I'm the Kiss fan, not him. I'm the Kiss fan. I know, but I just saw the pop and I went, whoa. 
I'm out of time anyways. <laughs> no, I like I like the pop of of Peter Chris, but I was not a big Kiss fan. JL's correct. He is the Kiss fan and JL. Dexy Midnight. <laughs> Close. His original name was Too Much. Like they couldn't say it because it was too much of a name. <laughs> That's what it is. Too much. And, oh, and I the band he was like is too legit to quit. Nope. Hey, hey. Too much joy. Too much joy. Who? Too much joy. Who? My second guess was joy. Oh, I, you need to be schooled. I think you would actually like them. Who? Question number five. Shaggy took part in what sport at his high school jail? Track. Sabrina. Swimming. Laura. He liked a dog paddle. Lacrosse. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Correct answer is jail. Track. All right. One of the I'm going to take five for five on that because Dexy Midnight was the best answer. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He might be Scrooge. It was the best. That was number two. No, Dexy's no. Midnight was good because it's two thirds of their name. All right. One of the what fish- did they do? What did they do? They came on our They were runners. Is that what you said? COVID-19. Uh, one of the fishbowl facts was wrong, and one of these sources got it wrong. Wikipedia, ScoobyAddicts.com, Behind the Music featuring Kaja Gugu, TheScoobyStore.com, and HowStuffWorks.com. Like, now that the pop quiz is over, how are we supposed to get this monster to chase us? I don't know. Don't worry, this monster's attracted to me. It will find us. I am not attracted to you! I want to end you and Podcast 42. Ah! Like Run Scoob! Right for me! I sound like Scooby. I'm so cute. Right now, pull the rope, Fred. Ow! It didn't work. You guys just caught us instead. Way to go! Some trap you designed there, Velma. You did a great job catching the wrong people. Shut up, Scooby. You're gonna have to catch him yourself. You can do it. Come on, Sabrina. You got this. Oh, guys, I think we're in trouble. How are we gonna stop him? I got this. Like. Look at Scooby-Goo! He's got him backed up in the podcast room, and look out! No! Not my Funkos! I just got them all set up again for the last time you guys trapped a monster in here. Rawr! Help! Get these things off me! Bigfoot speaks English! Well, let's brush away some of these odd statues and see who's under this mask. Michael Buble! Buble, I thought you were hibernating at this time of year. Yeah, I thought you were going to try and stay on the nice list. Oh, I tried, but it's tough to stay on the nice list when you work in the music business. Hi, Michael. Hello, Laura. Well, after our little Christmas adventure, I learned that I really don't like you guys. But we're so lovable! At least I'm lovable! I'm the lovable one, like Ringo! Jail's the snarky one, Laura's the quiet one, and Chris is he who shall not be named. What are you talking about? See? That's what I mean. You people are annoying. You're always babbling about nonsense. Always traveling to places where you don't belong. Always reliving pop culture history in the weirdest, most inaccurate ways. 
By the way, dinosaurs don't play football. And certainly not even against fancy cavemen. The way you ate beer doesn't even make sense. The five-point scale is the most accurate. Must be a Canadian thing. You know, metric system and all. It's not because of the metric system. So, how'd you people figure me out? Hey, what do you mean by you people? Oh, you know, you group of humans. Oh, for a minute there I thought you were stereotyping podcasters. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard. You are only one step away from turning into a true crime podcast. Hush, everyone. If you want to know, it was all in the clues. The poutine on the napkin, the Canadian dollar, and it all pointed to one person who holds a grudge against Podcast 42, Michael Buble. Yes, he was the one that hijacked the armored car and sunk it in a swamp. Then he waited all this time until it was safe to look for it, but he couldn't find it. That's not what happened at all. So he invented the Bigfoot Act to keep people away. No, that's not it at all. He searched the swamp with a metal tip pole. I get it. The pole would make a metallic sound when it hit the armored car. Armored car? There is no armored car. What are you talking about? And then he would pull it up with a wrench. What? All by myself? He had us all fooled for a while with an old smokescreen trick. Are uh, you people high? Maybe. Enough. Just you wait. I'll be back at Christmas. I always come back at Christmas. I would have gotten away with this, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids and your dog. Hey, we helped, too. Just like shake and bake. No, you didn't. You get squirreled in the blink of an eye. Take them away, officers. You haven't seen the last of me. I'll be back. That was cool. Officers just jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like a thing we can do. Well, thank you for solving this mystery and saving our show. Thanks for saving me some beer. Thanks for saving my cruise. Can I be done running now? Oh, Sabrina. Like, can we get something to eat? I'm starving, man. Here, have another chumsicle. Coin, coin, coin! <laughs> it's past that point. Michael Bublé didn't leave a coin. It was a loony. I <laughs> stuck it in there. <laughs> I think I would have been better if we, like I said earlier, if we just did the Monsters of Scooby-Doo's. I would have had lots of parts I could have played successfully. You've only done one. Jinkies! <laughs> Laura, I did two. I'm going to crack open the window now. <laughs> <laughs> I did the astronaut ghost. <laughs> And I did the minor 49er. Coin, coin, coin! Wow. <laughs> it made him delirious. Way so to go, diverse. Laura. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I can't it's remember. It's like gas that she's putting out like, there. Like, man, it's hitting me over here, too. <laughs> All right, well, let's see what you guys had to say. On Facebook, Keith said, The old ones are classic. The new ones are a bit hit or miss. The new movie looks bad. I disagree. I think the new movie looks pretty good. What's the newest one? Scoob! It's that's an origin oh, story. The, yeah. Oh, that's the name of it? Just mm -hmm. Scoob? Just Scoob. You have to say it like that? I Scoob. do. Scoob! <laughs> that's kind of fun. Scoob! Scoob! You know what they should name it? Coin! 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 <laughs> I don't... He's not the villain. Mark says, My all-time favorite. But Scrappy was a bad ad, in my opinion. And Brittany responds to that saying, Don't hate on my man Scrappy. Scrappy. And Mark says, he is horrible. 
Yeah, I didn't like Scrappy either. Uh, Scrappy, yeah, not, I, no good. I, not probably surprising. I enjoyed him as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to realize that I think Scrappy was made for the female demographic. Yeah, I didn't have an issue with Scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> there I you mean, go. Years later, my sister loves him. Scrappy, and yeah. I just sit back going, "Scrappy was awful." Yeah, he's just annoying. Well, I mean, watching him years P-p-p-puppy! later. Puppy power. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hello. I want a puppy power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, years later, looking back, it's like the Jaja ja Binks of Star Wars. It's You're like the like, what? Oh, Jaja ja Binks. Uh, wow, I didn't realize Jaja ja Gabor was in yeah. Star Wars. Jaja ja 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 Binks. Like the Jaja ja 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 Gabor of Star Wars, yes. just never oh, appearing ja in ja it. Jaja, Jaja, Jaja Binks. Jaja Binks would have been better than Jaja Binks. Can you just picture that? Like, all I have is the Green Acres theme song going through my Green head. And, and like, Shaja Zha just being like, Misa, stay, Nabu. <laughs> no go farmland. No. <laughs> I need the city life. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tattooing is the place for me. Nabu <laughs> is the place for me, sir. <laughs> Lizzie says, I would have liked it more if it weren't for those meddling kids. I see what you did there. Heather says, I love the show. There was even an episode crossover with Supernatural. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yes, that was a good one. That was good. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, it's a good one. If you can ever watch it, it's a good one. You should watch it. I do have Boomerang. Wait a minute. How long has Supernatural been on? We won't talk about that. We're saving that for our Supernatural episode. 140 years. It's Supernatural. Kelly says, I actually wrote about Mystery Incorporated on the blog once. I guess she's talking about her blog. (laughs) As a kid, I loved the show. It was the budding horror lover in me. But as I watched with modernized version, I saw all the stupid bullshit cliches. I wouldn't want my kids to learn. Oh, cool people hanging out with nerds. <laughs> horror. You didn't read that sarcastically enough. Uh-uh. Yeah, I know. Bridget says, I always wondered why Scooby, Shaggy, and Velma were always tangling with the bad guys. And Fred and Daphne were nowhere to be found. And Fred always had the keys to the van. Wait. Mystery solved. Because Fred and Daphne were getting it on in Daphne's dad's van. Vans are rocking. Don't come a knocking. They had no time to. They were getting chased by bad guys. No, that was Velma, Shaggy, and No, I know. They didn't have time to knock on the van. (laughs) Like, that's how they got him out of their hair. They're like, all right, you guys go over there. All right. Fred. Fred's going to go with uh, Daphne. And uh, Scooby, you go with Shaggy and Velma. Go. If you notice, um, when they catch the guy, Fred's ass cap. Ascot's on the wrong side of his neck because they had to get dressed in a hurry after they got out of the van. But they always had perfect hair. The little, <laughs> just the ascot gave it away. Little extra fishbowl fact. Yeah. Phil says Scooby Doo was my jam when I was a kid. I watched it every day in every incarnation, even when it had guest stars that I had no recognition of. Who the hell's Mama Cass? Four-year-old me. Aww. Well, he said four-year-old me. I I can see that. Witchy poo. I also love Scooby Doo, and I think. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I also love Scrappy Doo, and I think See. most people who watch the show as kids did. I subscribe to the theory that it's only when the collective consciousness of the internet decided Scrappy was dumb that the world turned on him. See also Ewoks. <laughs> no, that's not true. Scrappy was horrible. Even as a kid, I thought Ewoks Scrappy cool. was, was horrible. I was undecided about the Ewoks. I love the Ewoks. I, I didn't even realize the they were cannibals. I know. I never realized that for a while. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they were super cute. I love them. Evil. I wanted one. Cannibal Ewoks. I respect the Ewoks that they took down giant 
at ats, but no, no, they took down the uh, ATSTs. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name. Not the ats. The the half ats. Yeah, the two-legged ones. <laughs> but for the most part, I do think they're a Lucas marketing grab. They were super cute. Exactly. They look like him. Lauren says, "Not a bad show, but the spinoffs with Scrappy and Scooby Dumb were horrendous." A pup named Scooby-Doo was a cute show, not fun of the movies, both live action and cartoon. I don't think I've ever uh, watched the live movie all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. <gasps> I've seen... With Buffy and Freddie Prince Jr.? And the guy... Matthew Lillard's a Matthew great Lillard, Shaggy. Yeah. yeah, the guy from Scream. That's all I can see him, though, is the guy from Scream with, with, uh, he went with on a the, wig. He did, um, Sco- or he did Shaggy for... Um, a few of the he's done a lot of it he did the animated series the yeah. mystery inc he's done a lot of the movies he's pretty much the go-to if they can't get him they go with somebody else yeah that and um the gal that played velma um there's a guy that played velma <laughs> what <laughs> cats out of the back now <laughs> um what the heck is her name because she did freaks and geeks oh linda cardellini yes uh she did the voice of velma for a while after the shows as well. Uh, Mindy Cohn pretty much took over. Um, but More recent. Yeah, but uh, Linda Carlini and uh, Mystery Incorporated ended up playing Velma's chief rival, Hot Dog Water. Hot Dog Water. Oh, Red Herring? No, Hot Dog Water. No, Hot Dog Water. Red Herring was Freddy's rival. You should know that, you weenie. I do know that because I played Red Herring. <laughs> <laughs> That's my voice on the cartoon. Monica says, my husband Tim loved the cartoon, but I thought it was all right. John says, Scrappy-Doo, the cousin Oliver of cartoons. Ha! <laughs> Michael says, love the cartoon. I am one of the few people who love Scrappy-Doo as well and never understood the hate for him. There's like half of us on there. Yeah, well, he didn't know that. <laughs> and look who didn't make it into the script. It's not true. He's one of the first ones we talk about. <laughs> but is he there anywhere else? <laughs> no, because wow. we wanted the script to be good. Oh! Melissa says, love Scooby-Doo in Scooby-Doo. I'm not sure if she's watching a porno, but that's what she said. Love Scooby-Doo in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the CGI is amazing. <laughs> it's like cat dog. On the Twitter, Kelp Fiction said, why did Shaggy eat Scooby Snacks too? Good question. I always wondered that even as a kid. Is the Scooby Snacks dog food or were the Scooby Snacks people food? I think they were like, I think they were Funyuns. They weren't Funyuns. <laughs> you know, that would make sense if they were a Funyun-type thing, because they, in Pup Named Scooby-Doo, they had a ton of different flavors. Yeah. Which was like a running gag of like, here, how about the new flavor of like, you know, barbecue or... I always pictured them as a... Melted cheese on you. When I was a kid, I pictured them like graham crackers. I don't know Maybe. why. Yeah, or like cheese. Because that's what they are if you buy them in the store. Well, I know they sell sure. them as graham crackers just now. Cookies. Let's just face it, they're cookies. They're probably just cookies or, or like Fritos. They're shortbread cookies. Well, they can't be cookies or Fritos. Those are way two different things. Oh, man. Listen. <laughs> are they, though, when you're hungry and have the munchies? Is yeah. it really two different things? It doesn't make much of a difference when you're high. I yeah, guess. No. South Shark says, Scooby-Doo solved so many crimes that they still thought a guy in a sheet on a unicycle was a real ghost. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was funny, too. How many times are you guys going to get fooled? <laughs> All the time, man. Yeah, else you have one episode. Come on. Barmy Rootstock says, Wait, Shaggy says Zoinks. Velma says Jinkies. Daphne says Jeepers. Scooby says Rikes. What does Fred say? 
He doesn't have to say anything. He wears an ascot. <laughs> yes, he says, we're dividing up. Let's split up, gang. Daphne yeah. and me in the van. The rest of you go catch that ghost. But he was also known for like setting traps. That was his thing. Yeah. Yeah. That never worked. <laughs> the traps never worked. That's because you're not at your best after you've had sex. <laughs> at least I'm not. I'm Speak sleeping. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Calculus says, you'd think Scooby-Doo and the gang would have been more interested in solving the mystery of the ultra-realistic mask manufacturer. <laughs> 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 I love that. That's awesome. It's actually pretty pretty true. Uh, do we have any calls? Oh, we do have calls. Do we have more than one? We have over 500 calls. So I had No, I don't to... mean for every episode we've done. I mean for this episode. No, for this episode, it was very popular. You see the social media blow up. That's true. But I had to narrow it down. I picked the best six calls. Okay. Awesome. I'm glad they got the, the number change. Out of the best six calls, I picked the best one call. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To the phones. To the mystery machine. He's got a point. <laughs> he does have a point. Like, they always knew where he was. Yeah. He's never missing. Right. Like, even the first episode, he it wasn't like, find Scooby. Maybe the issue at hand was they needed him, like, up front. Like, what? Like, to lead what? the way. Are you high? What, are you <laughs> what do you mean he's up front? Like, they needed him to lead the way. Like, Scooby, where are you? Like, what? He's oh, the he's bugle the, boy? Like, yeah. we're setting him like, off. He's, he's in the drummer, back. Like, Yes. No, I think the problem is, is Fred always split him up, and then Velma lost her glasses. So what you're saying is, is that the title is Velma going, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Because she needed her seeing eye dog. Yes. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yes. Velma could never find him. That explains why Scooby was allowed everywhere. Yeah. I, I thought also, it was just because they needed a rhyme. I don't know, but... It's better than Sabrina's theory that Scooby was just a bard off to going off to battle. No, I think it's because I still think they needed him up front. No, I think when Fred <laughs> and Daphne were having sex, and the other three were trying to solve the mystery, and Velma lost her glasses, she couldn't find him. Alrighty then. Well, I know one way to solve this. Let's reopen the beer cooler. Never gonna wait. Perfect. All right, JL, remind us what this is again. From Persimmon Hollow, it is their Beach Hippie IPA. I'm going to go first. Okay. Because I thought this was really good. And once again, either my taste buds are being shocked into enjoying IPAs because JL's shoving them down our throats. Yeah, he is. Or this is a pretty decent IPA. It finishes fast for an IPA, which is unusual because those those linger forever, like for days. Like uh, the last IPA JL brought, I was tasting it until like 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. That was a month ago. Yeah, I know. But this one finishes pretty uh, fast 
for an IPA. It's still got a little bit of a linger. Um, not super duper hoppy, in my opinion. I'm going to give this a five. Ooh. Yeah. Here's Sabrina with the big buildup, no, and no, she's no. going to give it a two. You want me to, <laughs> you want me to go next? Sure, yeah. go next. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go next. I really like the can because I want a VW bus, but anyways, besides that, I also think that it finished quicker than most IPAs do, and it's not overly hoppy as well. And I'm going to give it a five. Whoa! <laughs> I just dropped my beer. And she held up a five over her head that she wrote. That's weird. We don't do that. Like, she actually just took a marker and wrote five on the wall. I did. I did. I'm going to be so angry when I'm not drinking. <laughs> and I see it on the wall. You know who's going to get the blame for that? Me. Yeah, I'm going to be like, Chris, why did you write a number five on the wall? <laughs> sucks, man. All right, Sabrina. Um, I really like this one. Um, I finished it off. It ha- was really smooth. It has a nice flavor overall, and I'll give it a six. <laughs> I think you meant two. Yeah, right there. Two. <laughs> <laughs> two times three. <laughs> okay. Six. All right, Beer Master, hit us with your one. Oh, <laughs> oh I will. Yeah, because we all liked it, so that doesn't mean it's terrible. Dale's a real beer drinker, so he's like, guys, this is a sucky IPA. It's not the best IPA I've ever had, (laughs) but it's very good. It's really smooth. It doesn't have like the lingering aftertaste or anything like that. You don't get the hoppiness. Yes. That you typically do from other IPAs. So overall, the drinkability is amazing. Really cool, crisp. I think it lives up to its name for something that can be on the beach. Like, it's a great beach beer. So Say that three times fast. Great beach beer. 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 Great he beach said beer. three. Stop. Seven. Three yeah. times three. Yeah, I know, but I was trying to see how long I could do it. But I would give it a six. Whoa, nice. Yeah, it is a very easy drinkable beer. Yeah, the drinkability yeah. is really high. Very smooth. Good flavor to it. Yeah. Can't argue it. I mean, it's a bit hoppier than I would normally drink, but it's not. It's still good. That's because it's an IPA. I know. It wasn't what I was looking for for this show, but the Beach Hippie was a good name for it, so I went with it because of the name. And the van is similar to the Mystery Machine. Right. Yeah, Yeah, that was really just it. I was like, oh, this looks like something that could go with Scooby-Doo. All right, Sabrina, where can you give us all the uh, info and stuff? Uh, You can find us on our Facebook page. Uh, the official podcast forty two Facebook page. You can Boy. what? Nothing. <laughs> uh, you can email us at podcast forty two show at gmail dot com. Coin. <laughs> you can you can find us anywhere that you find a podcast, including Spotify, Apple Music, Spreaker, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Chances are, if you're listening to us now. You found us. Good job. <laughs> There's a new um, service we're on. I forgot to write it in your notes. Yes. It's the coin. It's coin, <laughs> coin, coin. Uh, our website is podcast42show.wordpress.com. We've got all the episode listings on there, a beer guide and more. Of course, you can always become a patron. Give us a couple dollars a month. It's not too much. $3, I think, is actually the correct amount. $3 a month, and you get all the episodes, all the outtakes, all of the fun. We're part of the Podfix Network. And guess what? We have a new phone number. That's right. Delete the old one out of 
out of your phones because I know how popular we were via call or text. Delete it out of there. Get that 321 out. We are now 727-238-5887. You got that, Bruder? That's right, Bruder. You've already found found us, and we didn't even stop stalking us. It's kind of creepy. Once again, that's 727-238-5887. And our artwork is by Cute Panda. You can find Cute Panda for commissions on Facebook. And our theme music is by Cremo. Find more music on Cremo.net or on Facebook under Cremo. Now, there's a, a note I forgot to tell you. You can't text that number. You can only call that number... And the reason why we had to change it is because the other service sold themselves to a Mexican cartel (laughs) and gave away our phone number. What can you do? If you need a drug runner, go ahead and call the old one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was Scooby-Doo. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. J.L. Trost. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Catch you on the flippity-flop. Gong. Gong. (laughs) Coin, coin, coin. Coin. Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate. As if you didn't figure that out already. Some things are changed or added or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified, and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com. Get yourself a Scooby snack That's a fact